0: Hi, hello, and welcome to a special game of the year episode of Cartridge Cinema Club. This is our second year of doing this. um, and uh, we just felt like talking about some video games that we played this year. Um, we do play video games. We <laughs> don't just watch terrible media associated with them. Uh, i I played more video games than usual uh, this year, and I and I have three video games that released in this year that i want to talk about and um uh, alex how are you feeling about this yeah
1: well I'm, i'm first of all i'm furious um and also disappointed and upset and i i hate to be the bearer of bad news to all of the diehard neil patrick harris fans in the audience Uh, this was, this was supposed to be an episode about the 2021 video game themed Christmas film, 8-Bit Christmas, starring Neil Patrick Harris. Um, but unfortunately this film is an HBO Max exclusive, uh, and they don't have a free trial that you can use and then immediately cancel to watch 8-Bit Christmas. And also nobody cares enough about it to pirate it. So I didn't want to pay $15 (laughs) to watch, uh... Neil Patrick Harris make a joke about Mario, uh, and so on, um, and so instead we've, we've sort of thrown together this Game of the Year podcast in its place, uh, where I, I'm barely going to talk about specific video games at all and just kinda, like, kinda just speak about some of my experiences related to video games, uh, this year. It's gonna be kind of like a, you know, kind of a low-key, off-the-cuff, uh, hide in your bedroom to get away from your parents, For the few days that you have to see them, Uh, you know, grab some liquor from the liquor cabinet that your dad keeps and pour some cheap (laughs) wine and just kick back and hang out with us while we talk about some video game experiences that we had this year. Um... (laughs) Yeah, it really was. uh, Video
0: games were uh, an experiential thing for me this year. I mean, the first game I wanted to talk about kind of opened my world up uh, to, uh, to a whole new fucking perspective on video games in general. So I want to talk about Metroid Dread. Um, uh, It's a, it's an action platformer. Just kidding. You know what Metroid Dread (laughs) is Um, (laughs) um, made by Nintendo. Yeah. So um, this was uh, a game that kind of came out of nowhere and just like, just smacked me in the face with how (laughs) just awesome it is Um, for a few reasons. Like, I- I've loved every Metroid game pretty much, so I had no doubt that I was gonna love this, but I kind of just thought it'd be one of those 2D uh Metroidvanias that y- you-, you blast through in over the course of three afternoons mm-hmm. and you just never think of again. <laughs> um, fans of the genre know that that's how most of them go, yeah. Uh,
1: it's it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 a crazy context that this game has sort of come out in where like nintendo invented a genre and then just kind of like gave up on it
0: (laughs) yeah exactly
1: (laughs) and then and now people have taken up the torch of that genre and iterated on it to the point that the games that nintendo made look kind of quaint in comparison um you know to a hollow knight and so i feel like this game definitely like had a lot of uh it had a lot to live up to.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it had some fucking baggage. I don't know, like like Bloodstained and Hollow Knight and Ori and Axiom Verge all exist and it's just like why the fuck would i play like a sequel to Metroid Fusion?
1: Yeah. Um, and also the last time Nintendo <laughs> put out a 2D Metroid game, they uh squashed a fan game remake of one of their older <laughs> games and then put out like what I understood to be like a slightly worse <laughs> version yeah, of it, the it,
0: game. It was. Um. I, I wasn't I wasn't a massive fan of, of Samus returns. Yeah. Um I bounced off of it. Um Shout so out to a-
1: AM2R. I should say the name out loud.
0: Yeah, AM two R fucking rules. It's like the second best Metroid game,
1: <laughs> like honestly. After it's, Metroid Dread? A <laughs> uh,
0: third best. Metroid Prime and then Metroid Dread. Alright. Um Tell me about Metroid so, yeah, Dread. Yeah. It just like yeah, like we said, it had a lot of like baggage to live up to, and I'm like, well, how how can a new Metroid game compete with Hollow Knight and Ori? Mm-hmm. And the answer is by being fucking rad. <laughs> um, the The style of that game is is so gorgeous. It's the coolest looking Samus that we've ever had. Um, speedrunners legitimately have uh created a category called suitless, uh where you don't get uh any of the suit upgrades. And I like that category because the beginning suit it looks like fucking way cooler than any other Samus has looked. <laughs> like we we need to we need to mod uh intro uh, f- uh fusion slash dread Samus into P plus like ASAP. <laughs> it's it's great. Um the but just the the fucking movement in this game is so fast and so expressive mm-hmm. in a way that that 2D Metroid has always kind of hinted at, but it's never quite they've never gone all the way like they they always like they've never gone full Sonic, they always stop your momentum and make you like double hit down to mm-hmm. crouch, go into a ball like. Like, no, now there's a button that puts you in the ball, but if you're, like, running, if you have any momentum, that button just makes you slide. And then the slide, uh, like, so you can slide under small crevices, but if you just keep holding the button, you then go into the ball, and you continue your momentum from the slide. So, like, you don't have to stop your momentum when you're in Morph Ball. Um, It brings back the Speed Booster, which hasn't been in a game since, like, 2003, uh, which I... Go, just, just YouTube, like, Metroid Dread speed booster puzzle, and you will see the the amount of just bonkers fucking things that they put in this game. Like, every power-up that's off of, like, the main, like, quote-unquote main path in this game. Like, obviously, you go through the world, and you're gonna get these, like, 12 missile upgrades because you need this many missiles to fucking beat the final boss, pretty much. And there's gonna be these many energy tanks that are just in the crucial path. The... I feel like like almost every optional like pickup in this game has a ridiculous puzzle that you can solve with five different kinds of movement. You can you can do like a wall jump puzzle. You can do a shine spark uh from three rooms away that you that there there there's always a way to hold your shine spark. Like there's always a way to like find a way to keep running like across these five rooms and uh, ugh, fuck it's so that being said, like I, I played through this game vanilla three times, like each time, like faster and each time on like a harder difficulty and it occurred to me, I'm like,
1: I am just I, getting like increasingly I, <laughs> excited texts as these playthroughs are happening.
0: Yeah, literally. Yeah. I, I just I keep I keep doing it and I'm like, I think I'm gonna do it, Alex. I think I'm gonna speedrun. Okay, Alex- that's okay. People
1: people need to know the context of this yeah. though. Like There have been many, many times where Mark has been like, Hey, Alex, I'm going to speedrun this video game. And I'm like, sure, girl, whatever. I'm I'm sure that you're going to become the best monster high for the Wii U speedrunner. I'm sure that this is not a thing that you will immediately get tired of in a week. And that's usually how it goes. It's like, hey, I'm going to learn how to... play the legend of zelda on the nes and i'm like yeah. okay and then, it, I, and learned, then it happens, I learned half of that game <laughs> and it happens for a bit and then it's like no. but this is like this is this is like this is like uh, joined like the pantheon of your hobbies you're into like cooking and music and metroid dread speedruns <laughs> it's
0: so funny how it happens like literally like it this is like a thing i do now it's like i i haven't well i haven't done like 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 you can you can I have a profile on speedrun.com in which I have submitted multiple runs iterating board, upon baby. my record. I'm like I'm like two hundredth in the world or something. <laughs> like I I do this now. Like I speedrun Metroid. And it's just the the act of getting into a speedrun and like a speed game community, like joining the Discord, like I did the whole thing. Like I I the the game was such high quality that it uh, it just it it felt like no effort at all to just like do all these things that usually are like barriers for me like oh, I gotta create an account on this weird website I gotta learn how this works I gotta I gotta fucking figure out how to set up my capture card on a on a MacBook uh, which was a fucking pain. Uh, normally these things would just make me get frustrated and quit, which they always do. Like, like I tried to like legitimately be a streamer for a while and it just frustration with technology always makes me quit mm-hmm. or just barriers like, like get in the way of my ADHD. The, the game was so good that none of that shit mattered. And I just wanted to, I wanted to keep playing it. I, th- that's how good Metroid Dread is. It's such a special fucking game. It's incredible. The, ugh, I, yeah, um, just being on the ground floor of every new speed run strat, like for a month straight, I, I do it less now, but for a month straight, I'll wake up like every morning and I would like check, uh, YouTube, like check my, <laughs> my separate like YouTube channel yeah. with, for just Metroid check for subs and see like, Oh, B dog got a new, uh, all bosses strategy. Let's watch that. And I would just watch like, like every morning, watch like a 90 minute run of the same game. <laughs> It's, and it never got old. I
1: I, was, I <laughs> adored the the names of skips that would be that would appear in my inbox, and you'd talk about this game. What was uh, yeah. is there is do, one of them is is drog skip? Am I correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a boss <laughs> named Drogaiga, which we shortened to drog in the community, and uh, you can do a pseudo wave, which is. A, which is shortening for a pseudo wave beam because wave beam allows you to shoot through walls. But you can shoot through walls with any beam as long as you crouch with the right amount of momentum and then turn around real quick and then turn back toward the wall and you can pseudo wave beam. So if you pseudo wave uh, the, the correct spot in a wall, you can blow up the wall that separates you and, uh, and Drog and you can skip Drog. Drog skip. I,
1: I, folks... Listener, I I ask you: Is there any pure expression of speedrun and video game than the term pseudo wave to drag skip? Yeah, you pseudo wave
0: to drag skip. Um, I never learned to shine sync, uh, but sh- shine syncing became like crucial to the the any percent run. So I kind of went into the the all bosses category because I shine syncing a pain in the ass. Anyway, the, the, you should you should play Metroid Dread like. I know it's it's a big ask to, like, A, assume you have a Nintendo Switch, and B, like, tell you to spend $60 on a first-party Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. But, like, if any game within the past fucking four years, within the, the years since Zelda, uh, if any game since then has been worth it to get, like, get a Switch and play, it's this game, like, for sure. If you like this type of game... Or like, I any sort of type of adventure game, uh, atmospheric, uh, space, anything like that. This is gonna be really good for you. Also, it's fucking hard. I should warn you. Like, if you don't like like really like like mechanically challenging games, this this game might not be for you. It will frustrate the shit out of you. But like, I'm a fucking like massive. You love that so of shit. Of course, I, I love that <laughs> shit. Uh, but yeah, that that's Metroid Dread. It's it's a good video game. Yeah,
1: the I speed the speed running is an activity I will probably never participate in, but every minute of it fills me with a maniacal joy. Okay, did, <laughs> I, I didn't put this on this list, but uh, watching uh that guy do the blindfolded seventy star uh Super Mario sixty four run at GDQ. Uh, yeah. Over the summer, that was a, that was a top ten video game experience for me. I was ecstatic the entire yeah. time I was watching that.
0: I, I've watched it twice. Like I, all the just transfixed.
1: <laughs> it was. It's incredible. He hits the seglemic. What more do you want? He hits <sighs> the fuck. Watch the Sonic Adventure two run from that. Uh, from that uh, GQ yeah. as well. Uh, speaking of Sonic Adventure two, <laughs> folks, <laughs> I'm going to talk about the Sega Dreamcast. That's a game, right? <laughs> it's, that's a video game. So um, my good friend Tanner uh, purchased a Sega Dreamcast for me for my birthday this year. Um, and the, the if you're not familiar with the Dreamcast, uh, it is uh, the, it was Sega's last home console. It was uh, released sometime alongside like around when the GameCube and the PS2 and the Xbox are coming out. Right? Uh comes out like, I think around two thousand ish, dead in the water in two years. This thing just <laughs> did not they did not make it happen with the Sega Dreamcast. Um, and it's uh it this thing has always sort of had like a mystique to me because I am uh I am a, a early to mid 2000s Sonic the Hedgehog fan, right? I, I played a lot of Sonic Adventure One and Sonic Adventure Two, right. But I played those games on the GameCube, right? And I never owned a Dreamcast, and I never saw a Dreamcast. I just heard about the Dreamcast and how there were other versions of these games that I put hundreds of hours into on the Sega Dreamcast. And when you're Mm -hmm. a child, like, your brain can't really conceptualize, like, what a port is and how it's, like, (laughs) not that big of a fucking deal, (laughs) you know? Right. But in in your head it's like but there there's a different version where you have a memory card that you can download video games onto it's crazy. So the Sega Dreamcast I have one. Um and and the uh, one one of the important things to understand about the Sega Dreamcast is that among a variety of other reasons, uh one of the big reasons that it was not successful was because it was very 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 easy to pirate video games for the Sega Dreamcast, right? So Now, if you're an enterprising young video gamer in 2021 and you want to play some fucking Dreamcast games on your Dreamcast, you go to Staples, (laughs) (laughs) you buy, like, a big pack of CDRs that have been, like, sitting in the corner of the Staples for the past, like, seven years. Uh, Every stack of
0: CDRs is collecting (laughs) dust on that shelf.
1: Dude, it was so funny. Like, I was there with, like, several friends. (laughs) buying cdrs at staples and the girl at the counter like asked like why are you what what are you doing what are you buying cdrs for like she just had to know and i said oh i'm gonna pirate games for my dreamcast (laughs) the
0: fuck are you gonna do about it
1: and she was like fuck yeah dude (laughs) So person a bunch of, of the year yeah so i bought a bunch of sta- yeah person of the year the the cashier at staples um so i bought a bunch of, of cdrs at staples uh tore through a lot of them just trying to figure out like what how the fuck to do this what fucking software that some beautiful beautiful person made in like 2009 for burning Dreamcast games on Windows Seven. You got fucking. Eventually, now, now I literally have like an archive.org link that I'm just like, if I want a Dreamcast game, I just open it up because they're just all there. <laughs> um, so my world. my my second Dreamcast collection is like a is like a like a sceney binder <laughs> 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 with a bunch of like like staples CDRs with the names of the games scrawled on them. That's so special. Uh, I have God a damn it. it's beautiful. I have like a bunch of like uh like people will just do like Dreamcast puzzle pack. Here's a bunch of puzzle games that I've attached a horrible ugly front end UI to. <laughs> <laughs> I play. Oh, oh, we played a, a version of Half Life that was supposed to come out for the Dreamcast that never came out. Where you run into a loading screen every thirty seconds and sit there. It's oh shit! I want to play that. It's amazing. It's um, the, th-
0: this is the game that the uh, OG Xbox port of Half Life Two was the uh, was the spiritual successor to <laughs> with its fi- fifteen frames per second. Yeah, frame rate.
1: Um, I mean, in this version, you're playing it on a Dreamcast controller which has one analog stick. <laughs>
0: The, the, i played that game on ps1 mm-hmm. similar similar situation
1: yeah um and so the, this thing has just been a fucking joy to have in my life um i you know just like going on to that fucking archive dot org mm-hmm. folder and just finding whatever there's like tons of great fighting game ports i like realized why third strike is good this year i like sat down i sat down and played third strike for like for like 10 minutes and i was like oh i i get it now i understand (laughs) like you push buttons in that game and shit happens and you're like oh yes third strike it's amazing i get it i understand the video game it's it's incredible i played some marvel vs. capcom 2 and and obviously i played sonic adventure and sonic adventure Mm. 2 for the 300th time in my life (laughs) um
0: did it feel more authentic this time
1: if dude the crazy thing is just like anytime anything is very slightly different i'm like holy fucking shit (laughs) Like, like i like you walk into the chow garden in the dreamcast version and rather than a game boy advance machine that you can put your chow in it's the vmu machine that you can put in your chow side note the vmu is a is a memory card for the dreamcast That also has, like, a little, like, LCD screen on it that you can play shitty tiny video games on. Oh, man. Insane console, right? But, you know, like, you walk into the Chow Garden and see, like, a different thing, and you're just like, holy fuck. Because I literally, like, I've played, like, hundreds (laughs) and hundreds of hours of Sonic Adventure 2, like... Uh, also and my con- my conclusion every single time i play it every single year is like yeah man sure there's a lot of janky issues with this video game and like not all of it is fun but man they put their whole pussy in this fucking game <laughs> holy shit like they 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 tried so hard to make a good sonic game like it's it yeah sonic adventure 2 what a what a fucking what a triumph anyway that's eventually, the second <laughs> eventually
0: i eventually i'm gonna play sonic adventure 2 man it, it's it's
1: like it is, it is, it is impossible for me to have like a a normal opinion about it because I, yeah. I it was like the third video game I owned <laughs> right just, when I was like eight. Yeah. Just,
0: <laughs> just to understand you on a deeper level, I need to play that game. I think that's important I, for our friendship. <laughs> yeah. I
1: think if you are like, if you are, if you are willing to go into that game with like on its terms of like. We're gonna have a goofy fucking wild time like it's 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 fun, I think it's fun, and mm-hmm. it's huge also there are so many fucking things in it. The number of things in Sonic Adventure Two really cannot be cannot be <laughs> overstated there are so many so many things are in it um God, anyway, yeah, the Dreamcast I've been having a lot of fun with that thing. it sucks in a way that is charming and cool to me. It the <laughs> games that are like all of the bad games are weird and cool in, in an experimental way that doesn't work but is also a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's dope, man. Um t- Hey, I you read. wanna talk about a FromSoft game? I know how you love to talk about a Fromsoft game.
0: <laughs> we all we all knew that <laughs> that this was that they I was gonna have one of them on the list. <laughs> and next year it's gonna be Elden Ring because they're putting out another game. Uh, they do that sometimes, occasionally every eighteen years or so. Um, Bloodborne, uh, you may have it. heard of it. It's 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 for the PlayStation Four. I played it on a PlayStation Five. The the load times are better on, on that console. Um, so to be clear, I had already played Bloodborne in like 2016 and play, I played it through once and thought to myself. Man, that was hard. I'm proud of myself. I'm probably never going to play this again, but thank you for the memories, Bloodborne. <laughs> and then as, as the cycle goes, because that's the feeling I get every time I beat a front soft game. I'm like, God, I exerted so much emotional and mental energy forcing my way through this game. I enjoy the act of feeling like you're getting better at a game. And I'm proud of myself. I got that fucking achievement, that trophy, that I beat the game. But like, man, I'm never going back. And then it's always like three years later. I'm like, what if I, what if I fucking, <laughs> what if I play Bloodborne again? What's that all about? <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll be even more fun this time. Um, so, as Bloodborne offers for me the most satisfying road of learning to proficiency to mastery to oh this game is second nature uh ramp that i've ever experienced uh, in a video game i like this game more than sekiro now it's fucked up it's fucked up that that happened um big
1: words being spoke on this podcast large yeah. proclamations lines in the sand being drawn I, <laughs> fuck
0: it's so true i've man i I felt myself like realizing this was my favorite one of these games. And I was like, damn, I talked so much shit ab- about Sekiro being the best. And now I got to eat every fucking ounce of this. Um, but it's, it's Bloodborne man. It's the one um, the, 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 the thing about this game is like that satisfying, like ramp of learning. You can experience that fucking like 20 times because every weapon or build in Bloodborne is so different. And so it's so focused on different aspects of what makes the game fun. And like, so Dark Souls is like this too, but Dark Souls, as much as I like the series, even all the Dark Souls games are like this. You really can get into the minutia with like the different armor sets. And the, there's a, there's a few more, there's like significantly more stats that you can pump points into than Bloodborne. Um, and there's way more weapons and way more weapons that overlap with each other. So, like, there's, like, 100 weapons in in Dark Souls 3 when there only needed to be, like, like, less than 50. With Bloodborne, there's, like... In Bloodborne, every weapon has weapon
1: two weapons. Every is is weapon my is standing.
0: Yes, every weapon has its own, its swing, and then it's like Alt Fire mode. Right, it's like it's like two handed version.
1: Uh, or, or... The, the, one of the I know like four things about Bloodborne, and one of yeah. them is the 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 hammer where he whips his arm and it does the electric thing and turns into another thing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, there well there's there's ones that one's like one of the more simple
0: ones. The 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 tant the is just like it's a mace but then it's alt fire mode is it's a mace but it's on electrics. So it's it's electric now. Uh mm. <laughs> and it you and it's the same thing but it does like slightly different damage. But then there's ones where it's like, "Oh, it's a sword," um but then the alt fire mode is you put the sword into its sheath and pull it back and now it is a hammer made out of a gravestone. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's the best That's shit tight. ever. But like, so every, it's, Bloodborne is like Dark Souls 1, but they trimmed the fat out of like every corner to make every fucking, everything that you do and everything that you see in that game is just high octane, incredible, amazing. They, there are no bad parts of Bloodborne and there are bad parts of every other From game. <laughs> Um, there's no, there's no weapons that aren't fun. There's weapons that are like clearly worse, but it's like playing a low tier in a fighting game. It's like, it's, it's like you pick random and you get game and watch. You're like, I could fuck some people up with game and watch. That's, that's me using the fucking, uh, like the beast claw, which is just like, like it has no range, but like it's alt fire mode is like you turn into like a little guy and it's just like, that's great. (laughs) Like I'll, I'll fuck people up with the beast claw. Um, it's just they're are I dude
1: I swear that like FromSoft games have like acquired the same uh <laughs> the same sort of cycle that that Pokemon generations are on where like yes. every few years the one from a few years ago becomes the best one.
0: <laughs> it's it's gonna keep happening. Yeah, I, I look forward to to actually enjoying Elden Ring in twenty twenty seven. Because in 2022, I'm going to be like, that was fine, yeah, I guess. I,
1: like that, I feel like that was how it was when Bloodborne came out. People were like, yeah, you know, it was it was cool. And now when now when people like now nobody ever talks about Bloodborne on that unless they're like, dude, Bloodborne changed my life. Bloodborne <laughs> fucked my wife. Yeah. Like this game the, rules.
0: <laughs> there is an active Bloodborne PvP scene still. <laughs> like it's more active than any other Dark Souls game. It's more active than like. Dark Souls 3 which came out many years after and is more recent. <laughs> it's just there it, there's it, it's just I uh, d- d- that's that's really all I can say about it is just like they they trimmed the fat. They made a perfect from Souls game. It's much faster. Um and but the speed of the enemies and the speed of your animations is like made up for by the fact that you can interrupt them more easily. Uh you got to you got the gun. Uh, and, 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 and you, you could use a cannon instead and the cannon shoots giant cannonballs that are, that take like half of your ammo to fire one, uh, and it's terrible, but you can use it for memes. And also they just this year discovered a new glitch, which, which allowed cannon to fire, uh, forever without losing any stamina. And now the speedrun is just cannon, which... <laughs> is what that's great that that changed in 2021 for, for a 2015 game. Uh, I just, I know, I know every fucking boss in this game, like the back of my hand. Now I can, I, I have mastered this game. I got every fucking trophy that, that involved beating the game like 12 different times. And I, I didn't, This is a a way
1: that you engage with games that I just like have never engaged with (laughs) games or have not in like a very long time like you you'll just be like yeah I don't know I've been really into uh, XYZ game lately like either it'll be like a Frunzhoff game or like The Witcher or something yeah I don't know I beat it like three times I'm probably gonna (laughs) beat it again and I'm like fucking okay.
0: I could turn off this podcast and just right now sit on the couch and beat Bloodborne right now. Like from the beginning. Like I just, just, it, it's just throw on a podcast and beat Bloodborne. That was just, that was my afternoon for several weeks. I would throw on a podcast and just play through all of Bloodborne. I'd be like, well, this time I'll I'll dress like a pirate lady and I'll use the, the rapier type of sword and like the fancy shotgun. And I'll just beat the game like that. Because I, I felt like the
1: behavior it. is when you beat Bloodborne in one sitting multiple times.
0: Literally I don't know what to tell ya. You. you should you should see you should see the 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 pretty the pretty blood maidens I'm making in these games. They're they're hot i oh fucking, man it's a good game
1: <laughs> oh god uh okay last thing i want to say before we stop talking about FromSoft games um did you see that there is going to be a blindfolded sekiro run at no. next month in I, like a, a couple how, weeks from now
0: <laughs> how the fuck
1: i don't know that, but i'm excited i don't i've never game... even played that game but i'm gonna watch it the you the
0: I mean, I, you rely so much on visual cues in that game that I guess it's possible that the audio cues are just as good, but I've never had to only rely on the
1: audio cues.
0: I bet that's what it is. Fuck. Okay. That's going to be awesome.
1: Dude. You should check out. Yeah. If y'all, if y'all, if if y'all haven't seen the, the lineup for GDQ this coming January, it's fucking, it's a banger lineup. There's a lot of good stuff they're doing. Um, Um, I'm going to get, I'm going to get my monster high run on there one day. (laughs) Someday. (laughs) <laughs> fucking fucking Helix is playing Banana Mania. It's gonna be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Banana Mania not on this list. I did not like the, that game that much. Um, it's fine, but I didn't it's like fine. It. It's fine. I I also landed
0: on it's fine. It's and fine. I did I did spend like forty dollars on it. Yeah. So that if I had
1: spent twenty dollars, I'd be like, this is rad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nickelodeon All Stars also that came out the same day. Also not ah. on this list. I didn't even play it. I'll, I, I played it, it, it is fine uh, It's I, fine but I, but,
0: I also, but I spent $40 on it If I spent 20 on it, I would have said this is the best game ever
1: I'm going to play it in like a year When like uh, Garfield and Shredder And all them are in it And they've like yeah. added all of the melee tech That everybody asked them to Anyway um, <laughs> Regardless of that We should move on um, I should, I'm going to talk about uh, The Xbox Adaptive Controller Also a game <laughs> also a video game um so hmm let's say that i have experienced a chronic injury this year um and i and my fucking hands hurt (laughs) is the (laughs) long and short of it and it's hard for me to do a lot of the things uh that i used to be able to do on a regular basis one of those things being like play video games a lot um, and so there was a period of time where I was, like, in thumb braces and, like, couldn't do anything. Um, and for a while, I just, like, lied on my floor like a corpse. Um, and I got sick of that after, a, like, a week. You know, that gets old eventually. Um, and I started playing video games with my feet. <coughs> um, I and I got, like, pretty good at it. Um, I, like, started, like, b- beating Break the Targets levels in Smash and, like... <laughs> Uh I I completed Sonic Story and Sonic Adventure 1 with my feet. The fucking Egg Viper boss at the end it took me like 2 hours, but it felt really good. I don't know. Um basically I just needed to, like I was so fucking bored and I just needed to do things. Um and you know, over time I kind of like moved away from playing action games cuz that was hurting my feet and my hands were already fucked up and I was figured I probably shouldn't fuck up all of my limbs if possible um so i started you know i stopped playing like really intensive kind of stuff and moved to more just like playing turn-based stuff with my feet i played a pokemon emerald randomizer with my feet for a while and so i'd been doing this for a bit and eventually i was like there is a there is a controller for this um and it is the xbox adaptive controller um so let's talk about okay first what is the xbox adaptive controller right um The base of it is just, like, a big square box pad thing with two big buttons on it and a big D-pad on it. Um, And then on the back of it, it has, like, just a bunch of jacks for every single different button on an Xbox controller. Um, And so then, on top of getting an Xbox Adaptive Controller, you buy different types of button kits or different types of input devices that you can hook into it depending on what your needs are. So it's this sort of very uh malleable thing. They call it's called, called adapter for a reason. Right. Um so obviously like uh, so the first things I'm gonna say is the things that suck about it. Uh the first thing that sucks about it is that it costs too much fucking money and I think that sucks ass, right? Um the fact that this thing exists is so dope, right? It's, like, Mm. an incredible thing to exist in the world, right? It's amazing. But also, uh, in order to, like, get a controller, and then also I got, like, a bunch of buttons, and also I got, like, some, some analog sticks, like, all of that was, like, 400 fucking dollars, you know? Um and it was money that uh, I thought I could uh, expense on some bullshit from my job and then found out I couldn't and I just had to eat it. So that's... <laughs>
0: oh, shit. That's news to me. <laughs> Fuck.
1: So that's how that went. Um, And, that, you know... um, But this is the point, right? It's too much fucking money, right? Like, disabled people already don't have fucking money, right? Yeah. Most of the time. So, like, the fact that this thing is, like, exists but is so hard to get really sucks. Um, And also, like... Even, like, I, even the buttons that I got, like, I got a set of, like, Logitech buttons, and, like, they're not great, you know? Like, some of them are kind of sticky, and, like, they, they're not, like, I, I would not want to rely on them if I were using the Xbox Adaptive Controller in, like, a competitive environment, which some people are doing, you know? Um, So, you know, you, you have to, like, pay for quality with this fucking thing. All that said, damn, this shit fucking kicks ass. <laughs> um... Uh, oh, yeah, other downside is lots of wires all over your house, <laughs> constantly. Oh, I hate <clears throat> wires. But the whole thing fits under my coffee table, so I can't complain that much, right? So I've got, like, two Velcro pads and then, like, a bunch of big buttons and a few little buttons, um, and have them all hooked up to this fucking thing, and just, when I need to do something with my brain... Uh, and I can't because I've been working my fucking desk job all day and my fucking hands hurt. Um, I can play video games with my feet, like, a lot more comfortably. Um, for a while, I was, like, playing games with my feet on traditional controller. Oh, by the way, uh, if, if it ever, if it ever comes to this for you, the best, uh, <laughs> controller that I've found for playing with your feet is the Dreamcast controller. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Um, The way that the stick is shaped is really nice, and it's, like, easy to hold it in place. I would stick the controller between, like, two hardcover books on my floor, and then, like, hold it in place like that, and the Dreamcast controller, like, perfect. It was so good. There's a reason I was able to complete Sonic Adventure 1 using, like, my toe on the fucking analog stick (laughs) on the Dreamcast. (laughs) <laughs> you shit. Yeah, <laughs> i can't believe
0: i can't believe that you're transing video games by using your feet instead of hands
1: oh god please stre- also please stretch your legs and your feet if you do this do some like ankle rotations if you're gonna if you're ever gonna do this but yeah um i did a lot of stuff with this over the course of this year i played some smash brothers like this not well but it was fun <laughs> Uh, you know, like, I, uh, had played through fucking Pokemon games with my feet. And, like, uh, the next game that I talk, I'll talk about here, uh, is I played a lot with my feet. Um, it's weird. (laughs) It's like, um, you know, so, like, I had to, like, had to, like, uh, sort of, like, immerse myself in, like, uh just like disabled gaming culture because mm. there's just like you just like need to find other people's recommendations because the heart the shit is really hard like I found it like I spent a lot of time researching to try to buy this stuff because there are so pe- few people who are out there like talking about it and like doing reviews of them and and stuff where it's just like I had to spend a lot of time just like on our slash disabled gamers just like, reading through people's opinions about these different, like, tiny-ass startups that make, like, you know, v- very particular accessibility input devices. You know, there's, like, all of these different types of uh, attachments for the adaptive controller for different types of uses. And, like, the the metagame of, uh, you know, the the development of foot controllers is like not super great like i had to spend a lot of time i at one point i was like oh this thing looks really cool oh it was a kickstarter five years ago and this website app isn't updated in five years like it was a lot of that you know um and it sucks it's hard you know um and that's
0: surprising (laughs) to hear but i i i guess it kind of makes sense
1: yeah and
0: it's just it they don't get doesn't get the attention that it needs
1: yeah it doesn't and like It's, I want to, I want to talk about this without being like, uh, 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 without like, uh, sort of being like patronizing towards disabled people in terms of like seeing, uh, seeing the accomplishments of disabled people as like something like inspiring. Right. Right. Um, but like, like reading like th- these like threads where people are like, yeah, I tore this thing apart and I'm going to put it back together with this DIY setup cage that I made because I want to be able to control this with my toes or like, like, Hey, uh, what is the best way to, uh, control things with my mouth? Like, what is the best w- like people just like sharing, like all of this, like coming together and like, pooling this knowledge and like helping each other it's like i was i was just like crying a lot while i was doing this i was just it's just like i don't know it's it's i i found a lot of meaning in this in a way that i did not expect the first time that i like beat a break the targets level in pm with my feet i like profoundly wanted to live you know? Yeah. Like, it was like, like, I did, wow. I did that after, like, lying on my floor rotting for two weeks wondering, like, whether or not I had arthritis, um, you know? And, like, I, like, did, I did a thing. <laughs> I accomplished yeah. something again. And I was, like, I, I don't know. I, like, I was, like, it's, like, I'm going to find something to do. You know, the, the, yeah, they, they're, it's just like the, like, life finds a way.
0: Thing. <laughs> yeah. It's <Just> like <laughs> yeah. We, we get gamers are sweaty uh, and they want to fucking game. And by God, I mean, they will find a way to game. <laughs> this is,
1: the, I mean, this is the thing that I have come to understand on like a personal level that I understood at like an abstract level before, which is just like <laughs> being disabled is fucking boring.
0: You know, Um, like (laughs)
1: there's just like there are a lot of times where I just I mean, like like there are a lot of times where I just like can't do things like I want to. I cannot do all of the things that I used to be able to do as frequently as I could before. And so I have time to fill and like seeing people like come together and put all this effort and time and like help each other just like to get the fuck out of that just to like get out of like lying on the floor and doing nothing and like hey let's like fucking like get let's figure out a way to stimulate our fucking brains it's like i don't know it's pretty cool man
0: it's yeah like with (laughs) without without being patronizing like you said like it is legitimately like it's it's heartwarming and also it, it just, it, it, it makes me want to, like, it makes me want to fund this shit because, like, like, it, I mean, yeah, the, the adaptive controller is dope and I love how modular it is and how, like, you know, pseudo, like, open source it is. but Yeah, I, yeah, I literally,
1: that, I bought an adapter so I could plug it into my Switch. <laughs> so awesome. I play Switch games with the adaptive controller. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, cool. It's, it's awesome, yeah,
0: yeah. You you could play that whole fucking Super Nintendo li- um, library.
1: Yeah, yeah. I played. I play, I I beat a few levels in Super Mario World with my feet on the adapter right. just to prove that I could. <laughs> I, I did some Mario Kart races just to prove that nice. I could. Um, you know, like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like one of the other things is like some of the coolest looking shit that I found. Like I like I saw like this really cool like palm analog stick that I thought I probably could have used with my foot. Um mm. but like the the uh non profit that was selling them was like all about like uh uh the military <laughs> 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 I was like I don't know if I can I don't know if I can support this. Oh is, is that a
0: is, is that a good segue? <laughs>
1: oh jesus (laughs) fucking christ yes please god mark Uh, i feel like i have been we haven't we haven't we haven't been able to just like sit down and and i haven't been able to just like ask you this mark tell (laughs) me about the new halo (laughs) Uh,
0: so i i don't know if this has been on the podcast so much but like Like as a thing that Alex and I talk about like almost every week for the past I don't know two years, uh, that that Halo Infinite has been in development. um, Alex would be like, "Hey, you think they're gonna make a good Halo game this time?" And I, I just like, you know, my my hopes have been dashed many times upon the rocks, and I, you know, I I really didn't think that. That they could do it, uh, and then some trailers started coming out, and I was like, "Well, Halo Infinite sure looks in a color and art style scheme uh, like Halo Three. Sure, seems like they're trying to make Halo Three two visually, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, but it's a fucking three four three game. It's gonna it's gonna be." on rails as fuck it's gonna you're not gonna be able to like express yourself with the equipment the gravity is gonna feel limiting etc etc because i have played halo 4 and 5 i know the way they make these games the combat sandbox in these new halo games is very restrictive um all the guns kind of feel the same and accomplish the same purpose uh the multiplayer is fun but it's just fast and sweaty and you can't just like kick back and do dumb shit in it. You can't, you, you, you and, you and the homies by that. I mean, you and two random people that you will never talk to, uh, ever or meet, uh, can't just like hop in a warthog and then just like blast your way to the enemy flag and and honk the horn the entire time. Like that. They're not going to make one of those Bungie's dead. Like they, this will never happen. Um, Halo Infinite is one of those. They made one. They uh, they made a good Halo game that splits the difference between like the sweaty, fast-paced 343 games and the hilarious, broken physics box of <laughs> Bungie games. They made both. It's just both at the same time. And... It just is like,
1: it, I, that, I, yeah, that's <laughs> incredible to me because I have, I do have a vision of like halo two in my mind is just like a game where people are flying into the air a lot. <laughs> it's it's literally, that. It's literally to the physics <laughs> engine. <laughs> you can in it. So they gave,
0: they, they gave you grappling hook, right? Uh-huh. So the, and the, the, this whole segment might be about the grappling hook. Uh, so <laughs> brace yourself. Um,
1: I'm ready. They, <laughs> I'm ready to hear about the grappling hook.
0: They gave you grappling hook, right? And it's on a relatively low cooldown. And then as soon as you get two uh, upgrade points, it's a, fu- it's an open world game. As soon as you get two thingies, as soon as you climb two
1: towers, <laughs>
0: yeah, you can pump two points into the grappling hook, and it lowers the cooldown by another forty percent. And then you are fucking flying. So they the, did the, they did a just cause two. It's literally, it's. <laughs> You can, there's a move. Uh, th- oh my God. Okay. So when you're playing this game, you can click sprint. And as long as you are as long as you have reached the full sprint speed, which takes like less than half a second, you can immediately grapple into the ground, like a few feet ahead of you. And then like, shoo, like you zoom toward your grapple point. And if you crouch right when you hit the grapple point, you just slide with like, triple momentum Good. and then you can jump at the end of that slide and you keep all of that momentum for your entire <laughs> jump and then w- during the arc of your jump you notice that you have another grapple on deck and you can grapple the ground again and slide again you can this is faster than driving a banshee this is faster <laughs> than getting in a warthog this Avery is <laughs> th- just cost you <laughs> And you, like, they are not going to patch this out. Like, this is just in the game. Like, it's intentional. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't think that they intended you to chain chain them together in such a way that you can traverse a thousand meters in seconds. But... This the the fucking grapple slide is intentional. There's another slide. Like if you don't have a grapple, because in multiplayer you don't always have the grapple. It's a it's a pickup uh, that you can get, and you only get five charges uh, with it. But the grapple's so powerful that you only need five to like completely turn the tide for your team. Uh, it's nuts. Um, you can you can get an energy sword and grapple your way onto a person <laughs> and just fucking stab them while you zoom over to them halfway across the map. I digress. Like, without the grapple hook, there's also, like, movement tech with the slide where, like, if you sprint and you jump, like, off a certain height and then go into a slide, you gain momentum. They just... And this is all shit where you hear this and you're like, ah, fuck this. Halo 2 didn't have any of that weird shit. But (laughs) it did. It just wasn't in the movement side. Halo 2 had... Like weird button combos that allowed you to cancel reload animations and made it like Halo 2, people always say is like the melee of first person shooters because it is. It's it, there's weird unintentional developer uh, oversight button combos that make the game really fast and really fluid and interesting. Um, they just three, four, three really like looked at that and then they looked at the art style of Halo and uh and the way that halo storytelling works like i won't get into the lore but like i okay hold on i do need to mention one thing about the
1: lore okay (laughs) i won't get into the lore well (laughs) listen well
0: i do love halo lore um i know this i know this about you (laughs) it's the it's the stupidest shit but it's so good they so every halo game has an ending and a post-credit scene and then a legendary post-credit scene um the the post credits legendary ending of this game is the same as the regular post credits scene, um, but there's one additional thing of text and then an additional voiceover. Um, the additional thing of text is the credits end, and if you're playing on legendary, it says it, it gives you a setting and it says nine <laughs> hundred forty eight thousand four hundred twenty two BC dot dot dot. <laughs> And then it shows the events of like what happened, like in that specific ye- almost 100,000 years ago BC. A- a- but it's, and they uh-huh. added a voiceover of what was happening during that time, but then it just shows the regular scene. So it's like, oh, I didn't know unless I played on Legendary, but this scene that I just watched happened in 98,000 BC, uh-huh. which is the most Halo shit of all time. It's like,
1: uh-huh. oh. Uh-huh. Great. Great. <laughs>
0: Like it. It sounds so dumb, <laughs> but I I fucking I eat this shit up. I I loved it. Um,
1: oh, fuck. Awesome.
0: The, they they introduced. They made a good one. <laughs> they they they. <laughs> there's there's a point there's a point where like you're you're looking at like you you, you I will say you watch a lot of holograms that explain <laughs> things to to the player, um, which is how the story moves forward. I'm not saying that's great. But <laughs>
1: based on my experience of Halo games that I have played in the past, that sounds par for the course.
0: You you do be watching holograms, um, a lot in this game. There's like a hologram of Cortana talking to the the, the big bad uh, of this game, and they're like, Cortana, do you intend to release the flood? And she's like, We both know there are far worse things than the flood on this ring, and like. That line is such a... Like, if I was jaded, I'd be like, fuck you. Like, shut up. Like, the like the flood is like... If the uni- game had
1: been bad up to that point, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would have been bad about it.
0: I was like, they really are going to invent a new faction that is more powerful <laughs> than the universe-ending virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but because the game is good, I was like, what could it be? It's more powerful than the flood? What? <laughs> and you know what? They don't even explain that by the end. It's literally guaranteed. It, they literally don't explain what it is, and they basically say, wait for the DLC. Ugh. Like... <laughs> that's how much i love the game that's how satisfying the 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 amount of game that we got was that i was like you weren't even mad i wasn't even mad i was like halo
1: 2 again and you weren't even mad they literally they
0: ended it with the ending song of halo 2 like (laughs) like master chief and not cortana cortana (laughs) wow they were like fuck you guys Master Chief and he's holding his his new Cortana who's not Cortana but literally is a copy of Cortana mm-hmm. voiced by Cortana. Um, cool. <laughs> and 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 the pilot dude, they blast off into the sunset in a Pelican while the fucking do 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 the mm-hmm. fucking Halo 2 ending song that plays when he goes finishing this fight and then the screen goes black and you don't get an ending. They yeah. play that again after not explaining what the endless <vampire terror> is. <sighs> And I was just like, this was the best video game I ever played. This was flawless. They do not criticize them. Uh, just buy the DLC when they put it out, you asshole. I was like...
1: This is like some Kojima shit, man.
0: The, it, it was... that. Listen. Listen. This game... It, this, this game starts you off by saying... Oh, the big bad threat from Halo 5. Oh, she's dead. She died off-screen. Um and then it's revealed later on. Uh the twist is no, she really actually did die off-screen. <laughs> we weren't fucking around. It actually was some other random shit. <laughs> and I was like, this is great. This is awesome. Oh Fuck it. God. I'm 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 on board. I will uh,
1: I will never <laughs> understand the I will never understand Halo or the people who enjoy it but i'm so happy that they made a good one because everybody has been mad
0: for a very long time
1: and that's sad it's sad when people are mad because the video game they like isn't good that's that sucks when that happens unless it's unless it's like unless it's it's ultimate players (laughs) uh, i didn't want to say it but unless it's smash ultimate then i and then it's funny yeah Um, then it's funny when
0: steve ruins your game
1: (laughs) oh jesus christ um Fuck. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna honestly like probably pretty briefly, uh, talk about this last this last one here. I'm gonna actually talk about a video game. Um, y'all already know that uh, Slay the Spire fucking whips ass. I don't gotta tell you, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. Good lord. Um, <laughs> so I play a lot of Magic the Gathering when I was a child, and like, occasionally I need to I need to stop myself from. Playing Magic: The Gathering again because the thing about Magic: The Gathering is that it's one of the best games ever made, and also if you play it, it will steal your money from you, and you will be broke for stupid reasons, for dumb things. You will spend money. Magic: The Gathering will have you spending money on dumb things. Slay the Spire is twenty dollars. Yeah. And nice. And I have put so many hours into it, and I, I still haven't seen all of it. Um. $20 Good $20 Lord.
0: is how much two packs of cards cost when I played Magic.
1: Fucking A, man, it sure is. You get all the cards when you <laughs> pay $20 for Slay the Spire, a roguelike deck building game available on basically every platform. Um True. I play it with my feet pretty often. <laughs> uh it's pretty it's a, it's a good game for that. Um oh God, I am not going to sit here and uh and and explain to you point by point all of the brilliant fucking design decisions that are oozing out of every second of your gameplay of Slay the Spire, all of the just genius ways that they keep you locked into this video game, all of the amazing incredible ways that the different mechanics of the game just like rub up against each other in the best possible ways it's just the best shit in the fucking world i'm not even gonna spend time on that y'all i just want to talk about how fucking good the ui and slay the spire is okay i love uis bro
0: it's that that that's one thing my biggest complaint with halo infinite the ui sucks ass which is disappointing
1: the, the slay the spire like it's not like it, it's not like a, a like a Persona Five thing where like the UI is like part of the the aesthetic, but it's it's the fact that like it is very difficult to display every possible thing that you need to know about a card game on screen at once in a video game, right? Um, but somehow in Slay the Spire, they fucking do that. <laughs> Um every piece of information that you need in Slay the Spire is available to you at all times. Like, anytime there is a status effect, you can hover over that thing and find out what the status effect does. Anytime there is a keyword on a card, it will show you the explanation of what that of what that keyword does and how it functions in the game. And it's just like you are you You're never losing in that game because you're like oh I didn't know that this worked like this or like oh I I had to guess about how these mechanics would interact with each other and then I guessed wrong and lost like it's just always like everything is in front of you at all times and it's fucking amazing it's so good um god the only other thing that I want to say about it because people have said everything that is needs to be said about this game it's really good you should play it um it's amazing how it feels really good to play this card game. <laughs> like, okay. Like, yeah. the, 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 and all, all they did was make it so that when you play a card and the animation plays, your ability to play other cards does not get interrupted at all. So when you're like, way in the late game and you have all types of dope shit and you're playing like 12 cards every turn and you've just like lined up all this cool shit and now you're about to like blow them up and do like 40 million damage and it's gonna be super hype you get to sit there and like pound the button and play all the cards over and over and over again and they all like fucking go out like one by one by one really fast and all the animations play out right in a row and it's just like it's so good it's so good. I don't... How did they make it feel good to play this card game? It's ridiculous.
0: It's it's the... It, that It reminds me of, like, the first time you saw, like, Pokemon Red version Surf, where it's like... Psh, 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 <laughs> and, like, the the fucking three, like, waterfall bursts. It was just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, the first... Yeah, when Aurora Beam happens and Pokemon, oh, you're like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, oh, all that, that sound God. effect. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Pokemon, we've now entered the um, the games that are not really my game of the year or anybody's <laughs> game of the year, but uh, we can have opinions about them zone. The obligatory Pokemon mention? The obligatory Pokemon mention. Do you want to talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield, or would you like me to talk about Pokemon Snap?
0: <laughs> um, I very briefly want to mention, I played through all of Pokemon Sword and Shield uh, mm-hmm. this year for the first time ever mm-hmm. I was just like fucking I want to play a Pokemon game and I want to play it on my big old TV mm-hmm. and they only got one of those um uh so I I I bought it I played it all um and I just have to say uh, you guys are really mean and <laughs> that game's fun and it's cute and you can dress up like a lesbian you can dress up mm-hmm. like a high femme trans girl mm-hmm. uh, which I like to do for no particular reason Ha-ha. whatsoever yeah um,
1: I yeah here's the thing about Pokemon Sword and Shield right it objectively it's kind of not that great of a video game yes but I'll give you that. The The running around and catching guys is good, and the fashion is so good, and the fashion options are very varied. And yeah. the incredible thing about Pokemon Sword of Shield is because the fashion is so good and because you get to go on a journey through this little game where you meet a bunch of other extremely fruity-looking characters, um, the game is a vessel for gender discovery.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I have two girlfriends. <laughs> Uh, my girlfriends are that 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 goth bitch who got mm-hmm. the little rat, and my other girlfriend is the is the the granddaughter who wears the lab coat. Yeah,
1: the <laughs> yeah the ginger with the huge hair. Yeah, yes. it's I that game uh, helped me further come to terms with being Butch. I'm not even kidding, like dead ass, like seriously.
0: Yeah. The like, amount
1: of backpack options in that mm-hmm. game. It's, are you serious? Yeah, it's purely because like the game. There are. The fashion options open themselves up in a way throughout the game and are varied enough from the start that you can have your character sort of take on a little story uh, about the way they present themselves to the world to go Mm -hmm. alongside with. With well, because you know the game doesn't have a fucking story, so you got to make one up.
0: <laughs> it's, it's so bad. Oh my god! It's
1: terrible. <laughs> literally, literally half the half of like literally there are multiple points in Pokemon Jordan Shield where a character tells you, "Don't worry about the plot, champ." <laughs> Just, <laughs> Keep getting not just keep getting those badges. the
0: the, the game is about getting badges. You fucking idiot! Yeah. Why would d- 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 no one cares? Yeah, like the, it it <laughs> it looks it looks into it breaks the fourth wall and says, "Look, we know you don't care about fake Team Rocket. You never have cared. You don't care about play this the dog
1: and with the shield face. It's
0: I I didn't know that Eternatus was in the game <laughs> until I played the game i was like wait is this the the final thing it's not like the dog with the sword the end is the
1: ending is a shit show like the game is not good really but i have played through it more than once um and it really like it the fashion carries the game really hard (laughs) you can like pick a cute outfit out and then pick a team that matches your cute outfit these are and, extremely yes. fruity ways of enjoying Pokemon, but Dude. they're the ways that I like to enjoy it. I, I,
0: oh, when I the 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 gender euphoria I feel when I send out my team of of Espeon and <laughs> uh, and Vanilluxe, mm-hmm. the, the 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 double ice cream cone Pokemon. They okay, they didn't include every. Every mon in the past, which you know, kind of sucks because that's the precedent that they had set before. The ones they chose to include are bangers, mm-hmm. and I can and I can choose the ice cream guy. Yeah, and, it's and Espeon.
1: It, whoever decided to, I I owe I owe a lot of uh, my own time to the person who decided to. Uh, allow you to be a short-haired girl in Pokemon, because it opened up a lot of avenues for me much earlier than they might have otherwise. Damn. <laughs> um, Real Good shit. lord. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, do you mind if I have some opinions about new Pokemon Snap? Um, I, I, I don't think,
0: I don't know if we've talked about this. I've played new Pokemon Snap at friends' houses multiple times, and I've had... Nothing but wonderful experiences with it, so I'm curious.
1: Yes, I have many opinions about it. Okay. First off, it is a good video game. Second off,
0: I know I know where we're going with I this. I have many
1: little <laughs> nitpicks with it. Okay, so.
0: As soon as you say it's a good video game, I'm like, oh, Alex fucking hated this.
1: <laughs> no, I really liked it. I I played I played it a lot at the near the beginning of the year, actually. But I, but, but all of my interesting opinions about it are the negative things. Cause the positive things are the things that everybody says about it. Like, yeah, the Pokemon are, look really good and it's fun to take pictures of them. Right. Okay. So Pokemon snap on the N64, a game that I could beat with my eyes closed probably, um, is a puzzle game, right? Like, it, it is it is a nature photography game but underneath the nature photography game it's a puzzle game right that's true the 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 f- first the first obvious layer of that being the fact that like you can interact with the environment and get the pokemon to do different things and that's how you get different better shots um but also the progression in the game is part of the puzzle solving like there are parts of that game where you need to blow up an electrode in a specific spot to blow up a wall to find the next a secret level you know there are parts of that game where you need to like get a pokemon to jump onto a switch to open a gate and like shit like that right and that shit was fucking cool um new pokemon snap kind of like ditches all of that <laughs> basically um, In New Pokemon Snap, you uh, instead each level has uh, like an experience bar, right? And every time you go there and get points, you can level up, and every time you level up, the level will change in some way. Um, There's also like day and night versions of every track. So, like, there's a lot to do. The game is pretty big, there's like a lot of courses. I had a lot of fun just going through. Like, the the leveling system is a good way to get you to keep playing the levels over and over again and finding new things in the levels every time you play. I also thought the, the like, star rating pose system was fucking brilliant. Genius. Like, oh God. super, yeah. super smart. Way. So basically, like, in original Pokemon Snap, there were different poses that would get you more points if you captured them. Um, but in new Pokemon Snap, there's, like, a star rating system where, like... One star is, like, basic pose. Two stars is, like, this specific one. Three stars is this other specific one. And so it really encourages you to, like, play the levels a lot and, like, try to do different things with the Pokemon. And, like, I had a lot of fun, like, trying to get all of the star ratings for every Pokemon in the different levels. Like I said, Mm -hmm. I played this game a lot. That said, I think it kind of sucks that, like, that stuff exists at, like, the expense of the puzzle solving. Like, in Pokemon Snap, you would drive past, like, a mysterious thing where there was, like, a cave and a thing poking out, or, like, oh, you could barely recognize that maybe Scyther is over there. And you wouldn't know how to do it the first time you went through the level. And then later on, you would get, like, an item that you could try, or you could, uh you know, play the fucking flute and see if that would change anything. Um, In new Pokemon Snap, frequently I felt like it was, like, I would see something the first time I went through a level and I'd be like, oh, I wonder what puzzle there is to solve here. And then it would be like, well, the answer is you fill up the experience bar to the second level and then the next time you go through, something will happen there. Um, Which I thought was, like, kind of lame. (laughs) I don't know. That was a little disappointing because, like, they basically, like, removed the puzzle-solving element from the game entirely. Like, there's a little bit of that stuff in there and, like, it's it's there in the sense that you're getting the poses, but, uh, like... I don't know. It, it was kind of... I was kind of sad that that aspect of the game was sort of not emphasized as much because I really liked that. But I thought... I thought it was fun. I thought, I thought the stuff that they did worked uh, except the boss battles. Boss battles are dog shit. What a I disappointment. It so what a disappointment. I- <laughs> it, it, you, it could be such a cool idea to have like big climactic things where you there's one Pokemon except they're so slow and they're boring and you only get to pick one picture that you took. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, the boss, the 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 boss battles I like actively avoided doing for as long as possible because I didn't think they were fun. <laughs> that was, yeah. Um, would, game so, game is still fun though. It's, it's,
0: would you? It, it, what? Uh, so would you say that they? It sounds like in your opinion, because I'm not a huge like, I have not played a lot of the first Pokemon stuff. I just watched mm-hmm. people play it uh, on YouTube and stuff. But it's like, would you say they kind of like? they like made it more replayable, but in kind of like a cheap type of way.
1: Yeah. Like it, I, parts of it really work. I think the star rating system really, really works, but I thought like, and like the idea of like you level up on these levels and then they change like is fun and it keeps you replaying. But yeah, I think I would have liked a little bit more like interaction with the environment in the game. Yeah, I. The, I the think the secret paths are like telegraphed with a big arrow that you click on. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's kind of lame. <laughs> you
0: know that that was like, yeah. I mean, like obviously the game is the the original game was also on rails. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, but you, I, there, there was just more interaction with the environment yeah. and less so like, like you, you felt like you were like there. And in this game, you you
1: feel less like you're there, and more like you're like in like a glass tube. Just yeah, like. sometimes I. The, there are moments of, that are really incredible in in New Pokemon, so, like the, the Whale Lord. I was literally about to say yeah. the first time that fucking whale comes up, or like the first time you go in that underwater one, and you're like going through the the cave underwater. That shit like, rules. It, the set pieces are really spectacular. Like it's a cool game. But yeah, that you know, I was I I left it feeling like this was cool. Also from the like like basic design standpoint, I would have preferred they go a slightly different direction, but it was fun. I was glad yeah. they made one at all and that it didn't suck. They so. got they got Litton in there, uh, you know. One <laughs> more that you want. Litton is there. Uh, there's a, there's a shitload of levels too. Like that yeah. there there are a lot of courses. I thought that was the, tight.
0: There's so, yeah, I I just the I, I was just in awe of the sheer amount of like like fully realized, fully animated Pokemon yeah. that we never really get to see. Just like was, random Gen 6 Pokemon that no one gives a fuck about. <laughs> like
1: got like really loving treatment. I was like, yeah, okay, that's it cool. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um God. Uh That's video games, baby. Yeah. Um well the best album of the year was Fishmonger by underscores.
0: <laughs> uh I'd like to interject and say that the best album of the year was Fishmonger
1: by underscores. <laughs> I'd like to interrupt you and say that the best
0: <laughs> album was all, was actually
1: Fishmonger. It by was Fishmonger by underscores, followed by Fearmonger by underscores. Ah oh, man, <laughs> ten thousand GEX didn't do. come out. <laughs> um, God, Cause yeah. Cause I'm a slut for you, slut for you. We might, uh, we might do an episode, a bonus episode at some point <laughs> where we talk about hyperpop in more detail because I just That'd have be so s- many.
0: I just yeah, have I mean, so many
1: goddamn opinions about it. You're you're
0: like an incredibly studied uh, like veteran of the genre at this point and like and curator of the genre. I'm and I'm just like I I do operate a
1: moderately popular Spotify playlist for hyper pop bangers. And,
0: and 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 I'm just I'm just uh, a, a kid with ADHD who's listens to 745 Sticky 500 times.
1: Man. Um, yeah, and... what, one of my other albums of the year is uh, the bootlegs from the 10,000 Gex tour. I need 757 to drop. As Seven soon as 57, possible. 57, I never, thought that never, album was never, coming never, out never, this never, year. Never, it's fucking never. god. Anyway, uh uh um, 1
0: million dollars. We'll <laughs> have to we'll have
1: to talk about gex and underscores in in some more detail in another in another one of these. Um uh call me if you get lost was good for like the first six tracks. <laughs> I just play those. The second I, half kind of falls off, but
0: I listen I listen to Massa a lot. That's yeah, a great song.
1: Fucking what's your name and fucking uh Hot Wind Blows are incredible. They're Oh, Hot Wind Blows. Hot Wind like Will Wayne? Will Wayne, Wayne. Ra- rapping like he still got something to prove on that album? It's uh, really something
0: else. Like, Tunchi is out here. Like,
1: like, like Wayne is Wayne is rapping like he's still trying to get signed. Like, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I. It's it was yeah. It was cool that after uh doing some experimental shit tyler was like oh by the way i'm still great at making hip hop songs and then yeah. made a bunch of good hip hop songs <laughs> i enjoyed that he he's r- trying really hard to rap good on that album in a way that he hasn't in a while yeah. um i don't like that the whole album's about being rich and buying boats that's that's probably the weakest <laughs> aspect of it i don't mm-hmm, i don't mm-hmm, i don't like mm-hmm. how uh the on on flower boy the the cars were like a like a sort of a metaphor for like the empty sort of materialism in his life and 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 now on call me if you get lost it's just like man isn't it so awesome that i have so many cars yeah it's like
0: it's like so which was it tyler like <laughs> uh, is it is it an art is an artistic statement or are you just used to being rich now it's like yeah that's yeah i mean it's it,
1: fine it's it's a it's a it's like <laughs> politically it's a deeply disgusting album but i love listening to it uh
0: i i want to shout out oh i want to shout out uh lingua ignota uh sinner get ready i Um, don't know this one Oh fuck yeah! I don't think I mentioned it. Uh, my two albums of this year that I really like are Lingua Ignota, Sinner Get Ready, and then Turnstiles came out with an album as well. Turnstiles it's it's a hardcore punk band and they made a bunch of bangers, but with really like ethereal sounding production. So it's like thrash drum beats and like fucking killer riffs, but like like with like dream pop produced vocals. It's it it fucks. It's great. Um, Lingua Ignota. Uh, it, the album's called sinner get ready and it it uh it it let me like process my religious d- trauma in a way that no yeah. piece of art ever has it is a song it's 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 an album that's an hour long and it's just like it's impossible to describe the sounds that come from this album it's it, it it's it's one person doing, like, uh, like a Appalachian folk hymnal, uh, but with sometimes... Oh,
1: it's it's a divorce lawyers, is what yeah, you're but, saying. But it's a divorce s- lawyers I shaved my head. It's a divorce lawyers. <laughs> it's
0: it's divorce lawyers I shaved my head, um, but for religious trauma and coming to grips with your atheism. Uh, um, and it's basically, like, she... she She's calling on like the Catholic God from a standpoint of a regretful atheist to like wage death upon
1: her abuser.
0: It's fucking awesome. Fuck yeah! Uh, <laughs> that sounds I really
1: cool and weird.
0: That's all I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. It 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 um. Not that this matters, but it got a ten out of ten from from that one guy who reviews <laughs> albums. Um. Oh, the bald man. The the bald man. Yeah. <laughs> F- Fl- flannelman <laughs> baldman gave it a 10 um and my god it, it was it's just like you listen to it and you're like, what else could I possibly score this if I was going to score it? Like, it's... I I really just want people to listen to it. I'm not even going to go into it, but it's... I think my elevator pitch is enough. Like, listen to that album. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm, I think I'm pretty sold.
1: <laughs> um, uh, Donda was really bad. Donda sucks. <laughs> uh, Dondo, Donda Donda, sucks.
0: Donda was Kanye West saying, I have three good ideas and they're going to make really, really pretty songs. I'm going to make those three songs... Uh, It's eight times each.
1: I listened to it all the way through once. I think, um, uh, the only song that I have listened to again since then is I listened to the hook on Jonah. Uh, (laughs) and then when Kanye starts rapping, I turn it off. Um, (laughs) I, that's yeah, he made, he made another version of hurricane and hurricanes, a good song. So that's, that's cool. Um, but yeah, God, it just goes on and on and on. And it's the same shit the whole time. And rapping about Jesus is fucking lame and stupid. <laughs> um, and Jay-Z's verse on jail is the worst shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Oh, um, I Listen, I'll start listening to Kanye again uh, when he starts rapping about being bipolar and uh, doing bad things rapping about jesus is boring i'm not interested the
0: the only the only fun bar that he has on like this whole album that made me like chuckle instead of groan was uh they're playing soccer in the backyard i think i see messy i was like fuck you i uh fuck uh the um i got this holy water that's my beverages is really good as well um, but but all my favorite lines are off, off the grid. That's one song. You had one good verse, and the album's two hours long.
1: It's so long. It's I, so long. It's so bad. God. just I, listen I haven't listened to, to it yeah. since. I, it, I, like, the morning it came out, I did what I do when there's a new Kanye thing. I got in my kitchen, I started smoking, and I started pacing the room. And I was yeah. like, all right, time to go insane. And I like didn't even get to do that. It was really disappointing. Nope. <laughs> and and he he really baits it the
0: the first the, it goes like jail god breathed and off the grid and off for those first three songs if those were the first three songs off of a 10 song album that sounded like this it'd be like a strong album i feel like it'd be like, like a 7 uh, i it'd be okay fine strong 7
1: maybe <laughs> yeah
0: but like instead it's like a, a 4 because it's so fucking long yeah uh, it's it's uh, dog
1: shit um, god yeah um I didn't, uh, uh, listen to Things Happen. Listen, if you want, if you, okay. I listen to a lot of Hyperpop so that other people don't have to, all right? Here are the good Hyperpop albums that you should listen to. You've already listened to A Thousand Gex. You should listen to Eel by Tor. You should listen to Things Happen, It's Okay by From the Heart. And you should listen to every Underscores album, but particularly you should listen to Fishmonger and the new one, Fearmonger. Underscores to put out the two best albums this year. <laughs> yep, I have sure. listened to both of them hundreds of times. <laughs> You're an idiot.
0: <laughs> God, uh, that's, uh, yeah. There's the underscores has not put out bad songs. Go just if you've never heard an underscore song, just
1: uh, look up "Spoiled Little Brat" on YouTube. Like, you can pick any of them. You can listen to Bozo, Bozo, Bozo. That's an incredible song. You can listen to Lone Sharks.
0: Secondhand Embarrassment, Lone Sharks, uh um tongue-in-cheek is a new favorite of mine i listened yeah, to a bunch of times today listen
1: to fucking moniker the eps are even good yeah folks. oh my god yes, yes eps are even good like underscores like you listen to the new like okay fishmonger came out this year That was the first underscores i heard i listened to that album i was like holy shit every song on this album is good there's no way this whole discography is good and i was fucking wrong every single underscores album is good it's crazy it's amazing uh, and 10,000 Gex when it comes out. Just go just go watch the Twitch concert of 10,000 Gex and, so you can hear 757. It's so goddamn good. Yeah. So good. Um, Jesus, I think that's all I got in me for this one, uh, unless you have anything else that you would like to say. So, okay. So the history of Zeta Halo begins
0: <laughs> 10, 10 billion BCE.
1: Oh, it, for when me, the, it was Tuesday.
0: <laughs> when the, when the precursors created the forerunners and ga- gifted them the mantle of responsibility, but then the forerunners rebelled against them. I'm, I'm
1: going to go get yeah. more wine. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Peace. Uh, a beautiful mess. They'll love it. <laughs>